Money FM 89.3, the best of the afternoon update. Welcome to your financial hit this top of the hour. And joining me today to end off your week is the one and only Sean. Hi, Sean. Hi, Young It's been a while. It's been a while. I think this is the first one of the year. All right. So, on that note, Happy New Year then. Happy New Year. And to Happy you too. Chinese New Year as well. Yep. So, how have you been? Good, good. Same old, same old. I feel like January just passed by so quickly, and we're now in the month of February. And so, and um, how has your New Year resolutions been? You know, good question. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of forgot what my resolutions (laughs) that I made at the end of the year. So I don't know what I can say about that because I can't remember what I wanted to work on. No, mine's pretty good, actually. Okay. Yeah, my resolution was to read more. Okay. Yeah, so I turned on the subtitles on my TV. If that counts as reading, then I think I'm also uh, reading as well. So, are you watching more foreign films? I have just finished The Crown, actually. So, that's a bit foreign, I guess. (laughs) I see. Yeah, but lots of reading. Lots of reading. (laughs) Lots of watching and reading. I mean, best of both worlds, right? Yeah, definitely, definitely. (laughs) Then, on the note of watching, let's uh, also watch The Magnificent Seven again. Okay. Yeah, it continues to dominate, doesn't it, so far? Mm-hmm. And you know they are dominating their uh, leadership positions in the market this year. Uh, you know we are looking at shares of Nvidia, Meta Platforms, Alphabet, Microsoft. You know they're reaching our record highs. And just to put into perspective, did you know that the price per action on their latest earnings release, which mm-hmm. again was a lot of reading, yeah. uh, is reporting in at earnings share of uh, earnings per share of about sixty one percent. And everybody else on the S&P 500, so now let's just call it the S&P 493, mm-hmm. uh, minus the Magnificent 7, their earnings release is coming in actually at negative 9. Okay, what does that mean? So that basically it just means that we are very narrow. Mm. It means that once again, the story about are we going to be broadening out on this rally is mm. going to be once again repeated again. If you remember sometime in November, the Russell Index seemed to be moving along. The small cap right. Russell Index was moving up to the upside. It looked like it got participation. Mm. So it looks like broadening out was legit and then it's not mm. again. So we're having the same conversation because the Russell Index is down by 2% as of yesterday's check. Mm. So as we're looking at S&P 5000 right now and yeah. you know, S&P 5000 watch it makes you wonder that okay look the heavy lifting has been done mm-hmm. by the, the Magnificent 5 even because some of the Magnificent 7 has just fallen away mm. and everyone is sitting out so is it a case of by let's say this 5 is just so strong or is it uh, that you know, it doesn't matter whether the rest is just catch up or mm-hmm. does it mean that we really need to see this rally before we even start to feel comfortable mm. and so on that note, I guess let's take a look at this. Uh, and this is the point. We're talking about the Magnificent 7 today. Right. Uh, you know, if you think about it, two of the stocks actually haven't put their weight. Right. I know. I can guess which one. Uh, one of them. Tesla. Right? <laughs> That's definitely Tesla. <laughs> Shares have slid by about oh, 20, 25% this mm. year. Uh, on the earnings release, of course, uh, raised a few concerns. Mm. Rising competition from other electric EVs in China, for example. And China, of course, is the biggest electric vehicle maker in the world right now. And then, of course, the second consecutive earnings miss was part of the reasons. And now we are looking at this. They are also having challenges in China. They are falling behind BYD. Mm. And they didn't like that. So it's fallen below the $200 psychological uh, 
support lines yeah. has been for the last couple of weeks. But meanwhile, while it's been dropping to 25%, NVIDIA, Meta, Amazon, Microsoft, Alphabet, they've all continued their climb from last year. Mm. Uh, Meta, it beat this four-quarter earnings release uh, in terms of expectations and uh, this was released on uh, earlier this month, just uh, on the 1st of Feb. And on that note, they also had very interesting news. They had the first ever dividend. Mm-hmm. And so it created like a 20% explosion to the upside the next day. Right. Whether or not that. that makes sense you know, <laughs> uh, to pop 20%. Well, it doesn't. if you thought that was great, well, take a look at NVIDIA. It's up 40%, mm-hmm. more than 40% actually uh, to the top of the since the year to date and uh, it reports on the 21st mm. and looking looking on the 21st right now it's coming at about $700 and looking at the options mm. market there are one th- the 1,000 calls with the expiration on the two days later on the 23rd of February is heating up right now so mm. it looks like uh, there's a lot of exuberance for NVIDIA <laughs> right now and mm-hmm. well I don't know if it's going to be reasonable to expect another $300 pop to the upside from where we are now mm. that's another 20% that would be pretty remarkable but NVIDIA does you know report their earnings later this month right so we'll just yeah, have to so wait and see we wait and see and maybe someone knows something that's why they took that 20% maybe. punt on the calls uh, <laughs> uh, those 100 calls for a 20% punt to expire mm. two days later and maybe they'll be very happy people if you want to know hundred calls on the twenty third, but I'm not saying you should go buy that. I'm just mm. saying that they are heating up right now, and yep. that's very popular. Uh, but you know, and of course, you know, we should still give the love to the rest of the magnificent seven. Uh, if you want to keep it seven, and perhaps you should kick up the two underperformers like Ooh, Tesla and Apple. You're going strong there, and replace them. <laughs> magnificent, magnificent, <laughs> magnificent five. Oh, magnificent five. Okay, keep magnificent seven if you replace them. For example, who could be replacing the two? A few okay. names have come out. So uh, who could replace them? First up, for super microcomputer. So, Supermicrocomputer, the shares have surged by 140% so far already. Mm. Uh, That's pretty much NVIDIA-like performance. But anyway, uh, this was on the back of the company reporting second quarter results that have blown past expectations. It raised its full-year revenue forecast. And uh, it also stated that NVIDIA and AMD are among the customers of this server producer. So, I guess if if you're going to get any lift on NVIDIA and AMD, they're going to probably benefit from that as well. Uh, also, Broadcom, it could be another one. Broadcom, of course, uh, is within striking distance of Tesla's market capitalization right now. Uh, it, in fact, it could eclipse Tesla's valuation very soon. Uh, so this chip and software business, which is a very high value for Broadcom, is, uh, well, it's, it's basically very, very strong and also very strong on the AI front because they have used it to basically turbocharge this networking business. Mm. So net income is expected to grow double digits this year and even outpace Tesla's growth fourfold. Mm, okay. And uh, maybe if you're looking at maybe replacing the t- uh, Tesla or something out of Magnificent 7 and you don't look at tech, mm. then look at Eli Lilly. Oh. <laughs> and this is a bit strange, okay, because okay. in that sense, uh, or rather unconventional, because this one is fueled by weight loss drugs. Right. So the story here is that roughly a third of Americans are overweight today. Mm-hmm. That's, of course, not a good number. Not a good uh, number. 36% of that is considered obese. Oh. So oh uh, that's according to the Harvard School of Public Health. Mm. And that figure has doubled since 1980. So uh, that's, of course, driven by worsening diets mm-hmm. and a spike in childhood obesity. So it looks like it's something systemic here really and um, these, the drugs that Eli Lilly does which is called Zapbound mm-hmm. uh, has just taken the medical world by storm because it is so efficient uh, you know to combat mm. obesity and 
um, because it's a weight loss drug. Right. And on this on this statistics, Wall Street is particularly bullish about Eli Lady's prospects. The analysts uh, have been studying this. They believe that the drugs uh, combating weight loss, weight loss drugs mm-hmm. basically, would be a $120 billion revenue business annually. And guess what? Eli Lady is going to be a big part of it as well as uh, the other comp- another company called Novo Nordis. Mm. So specific to Eli Lilly, the projected earnings are fat. Pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> because in the next 12 months, the company expects to see earnings go by almost 90%. Wow. Much of it due to Zbound. Mm. So it looks like maybe we have a pharmaceutical company in the Magnificent Seven. And also, we could maybe even have Netflix. Ooh, Netflix, Netflix is not in not Disney. Seven. Not Disney. Oh well, I, <laughs> Disney had a good earnings release. That's pretty. So I, I, it, look, it looks it looks pretty exciting. Lots of yeah. things we're excited about. Moana two, for example, is one of the mm-hmm. things they announced. And I love Moana, but but <laughs> you have to put it into perspective, though, okay. because Disney Plus, uh, you know, I mean, they did say, Disney said that they got very improved business on the mm-hmm. streaming. Well, they are still losing money, but they've lost less. Mm-hmm. They've lost something like one point one before billion, one point one billion before. Now they're losing something like two hundred thirty six million or something. Mm-hmm. But all things considered, you know, as though as much as the streaming is improving, Netflix is still going to be the leader in, in streaming because it's got ten years. And no, Disney Plus is like three or four years. So there's a lot of to catch up on. And look, hey, the numbers have proven it in the last earnings release. Mm-hmm. During the earnings release, they, they had revealed that the subscribers had increased 5% quarter over, uh, quarter over quarter and about almost 13% year over year. They, they reported that margins have expanded. It has gone big from 7% to almost 17% in a year. Ooh. So right now, it has... If just based on the number of viewers, mm. it has the same number of viewers as Prime Video and Disney and Hulu combined. Well, we might have to see whether this, you know, um, these numbers or viewers will maintain because I recently saw that Netflix raised prices of Singapore subscriptions plans. So <laughs> I don't know <laughs> if Singaporeans will like to stay with the higher prices or yeah, they I, would I'm move away. Sure, Disney Plus will do something similar as a matter of time if they've not already done so. Yeah. Um, but okay, but yeah, and I know that your concerns mm-hmm. subscribers may be dropping off. Yeah. But here's a kicker that's coming from Netflix, which right now it's going to be big and okay. that's coming in 2025. What's happening? Netflix mm. has basically made inroads into live sports broadcasting. Ooh. So, what's the, the story here is that their venture has the, is going to be delivering a big smackdown because of the WWE. And yeah, I know people will say, come on, WWE is not really sports. I mean, in the conventional <laughs> sense, I mean, you compared to the AFL and uh, NFL and so on. But okay, let's just put into perspective what WWE means mm. when it begins on Netflix in 2025, which, by the way, Netflix will be exclusive for WWE Raw in North America, among mm. other territories. And additional countries and regions are going to be added over time. Okay. Likewise, uh, as part of the, for, you know, for the agreement as well, not only will they be showing... Uh, WWE Raw and they'll also be showing the other programs as well or the weekly shows the Smackdowns the NXTs the premium live events like Wrestlemania and the Royal Rumble so it's a very very big content here a lot of big library here because Raw specifically has 1,600 episodes to date oh wow 1,600 episodes to date 52 weeks a year it delivers there is no off-season compared to other sports like, you know, football or something where you can maybe like, I'm going to stop subscription for three months How and wait till the new season starts and go again. How long- 
long do you think if someone decides to binge watch 1,600 episodes, how long do you think it would uh, take? One episode's about two, three hours. So Wait, what? Uh, exactly, three hours. Well, take away the ads because you're on Netflix. So let's just round it up at two hours. Yeah. You're still looking at something like, what, 3,500 episodes of WWE. Oh my goodness. Available. And that's just one at one show. Now you add in the WrestleManias and the SmackDowns and so on. It's like, basically, if you start watching Hong Bin, I wouldn't be seeing you till Christmas. Oh my god! <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> yeah. So um, it Would is. Would I uh, not even get any sleep? <laughs> well, yeah, okay. I'll, 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 if I maybe maybe I'll see a national day then if I <laughs> cut away all the break buffers that I gave you. Oh but, my goodness! So and and here's the thing, okay? Not just one thousand six hundred episodes, seventeen and a half million unique viewers over the course of a year. Mm. That is basically. Uh, population of the entire country uh, and it is uh, one of the best performing shows in the 18 to 49 year advertising demographic so that's also going to be upside for Netflix and on social media WWE as a company has more than 1 billion followers across all its platforms Okay. so you can see how Netflix could benefit from yeah. this if you have concerns that Netflix may perhaps see some some uh, slow slower growth in the subscribers, okay. uh, I think this is probably not going to be the case next year when WWE goes full fledged into Netflix. I mean, it's also like a step in. Like you can step in with the world of sports by starting with WWE, and maybe they could also get more sports coming in in the future. That might explain. Uh, Partially, why Net, uh, Disney had that joint venture with the other uh, yeah. with Fox and the others to come and create a, a, a sports streaming. They probably need to consolidate to get more muscle to go after the bigger contracts like the NBA, which is also up for uh, broadcasting rights uh -huh. in 2025. So there is a lot of uh, upside there, a, a lot of big pie here too, and they're trying to get everyone's trying to get a slice of it. But and not, Netflix has got it first. But not to mention also Squid Game season two is coming out this okay. year, so yeah. that might you know entice people to stay on or bring in new subscribers for Netflix I take it that's on your to watch this yes All it right. is <laughs> <laughs> have seen, have maybe I'm being the, a little biased have you seen the game show which game oh yes I did yeah, I see yeah, yeah. I did I did how, how do you find that um it was okay but I don't know I felt like there were a lot of westerners more than asians <laughs> in that show so it was a bit hard to like comprehend because those are the games that they had um like on the show yeah, itself right. was like it's part of like our culture korean culture yeah um a lot of the games that my mom used to play when she was young so having westerners see use it or like play it it was an interesting you know vibe to it but it was just also i couldn't get used to it but there were a lot of things that they did change that's right I, yeah, yeah i think out of safety and so on and so forth yeah. that's why so so if your mom played it do you play it um well i i didn't play the last game which was the the squid game itself yeah. i i was very confused so i asked my mom if she played this and she was like yeah so then i was like and then she tried to explain the game to me but then i wasn't able to understand it so i was like never mind but the one thing that really um i really liked about the show was the taigona part yes um that was part of me and my mom's you know bonding mother-daughter bonding moment because when i was little she would take me to these you know grandpa and grandma that were selling these taigona candies on the street mm -hmm. um and what you can do is they will have those shapes right so you'll take it home you'll cut it out and then if you succeed you'll go back to the grandpa or grandma and then they'll give you another free one 
Oh. Yeah. So then it was it was just like a fun thing, but they gradually, you know, disappeared. That's why I like Squid Game because after Squid Game blew up, you'd go out 10 minutes and you'll see a Daigona store and you can just buy them. <laughs> you definitely paid a lot of Daigona when you went back in uh, December. Yes, I did. <laughs> Are you any good at it? He's very successful in it. Um, I'm not that good at it. I, what, because you got the umbrella? Uh, no. <laughs> I usually get the star, but I I keep failing. But my my aunt's really good at it. So I'll give it to my aunt and then she'll spend like 10 minutes and then she'll be All like, right. here, go get another one. <laughs> so we can conclude that if you play Squid Game Hong Bin John, you're going to last a lot longer than I would. I'll <laughs> last like five seconds. and you Maybe next time I'll bring <laughs> yeah. you one and we'll see. <laughs> you, you'll probably go like five episodes in now. Maybe just been the minute, who knows. <laughs> yeah. So, that, so that, that's a Squid Game and... Um, so let's turn back our attention again to that Magnificent 7. Mm. Uh, will it become the Magnificent 5? That's what people are saying now, right? Right. Let's replace two names, the two lagged names with two uh-huh. new names, still make it the Magnificent 7. <laughs> or maybe just add these new members and call it the Tremendous 10 or something. Yeah. But, but okay, but let's just take a look at those laggards, right? People, there are still many investors that are sticking with it. Mm. So Kathy Woods Ark, for example, she's already bought Tesla in spades as it remains below this $200 psychological okay. level. It was reported that last week, the ARK, her, her fund, ARK Investment, uh, basically bought more than $36 million mm-hmm. worth of Tesla shares. It bought thousands of it every day from across Monday to Friday. And she still keeps a $2,000 target price on that. So she's still feeling very bullish on it. And then when you take a look online and, you, and, and other sources, they are, there's, there's a lot of comments that many retailers or retail investors Many institutional investors even mm-hmm. are, wait, are watching Tesla very keenly to see if Tesla would drop closer to the 160s or maybe even below that. Mm-hmm. And that's when they're going to add positions to go, for, uh, to go long in it. Mm-hmm. So, a lot, so technically, it's a lot of love for the laggards. Te- the technical analysis will also say that Tesla right now giving very strong sell signals. It's now below all its simple moving the averages, the 20, 50, 100, and the 200. This is not unusual, of course, given that it has such a slump. Mm. The MACD, the RSI, and the Bollinger Bands also suggest a sell. But hey, you know, if you think it's all doom and gloom, wait till you see the 52-week low. <laughs> that, that's like a $152. That's it's still $30 above that. So mm. I guess if it does fall further into the 160s with the 52-week low at 152, that's quite an attractive price, all things considered. Right. But adding to that doom and gloom, you know, uh, I, earlier this week, I saw a very interesting article related to Tesla. Do you know how many cars Tesla sold in South Korea in the month of January? <laughs> Give me a guess. Uh, a thousand? No, just one. In the whole country? In the whole country. What just one. What are you, Koreans, loyal to Hyundai? <laughs> Probably. Well, in fact, you know, just Tesla just watched, sold just one electric vehicle in South Korea in the whole month of January. And it was due to a raft of headwinds with, you know, from safety concerns like the car catching on fire to the price and a lack of charging infrastructure. All right. So... So you will be feeling very special if you are the one buyer. I know. The one Tesla in the road full of Hyundais. (laughs) The rare unicorn. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's maybe what what it's going to be for Catty Wood, you know, a a unicorn in the stock. If it hits 2000 by 2027, which Mm. is her thesis, because that's a 10-time increase from where it is now. So she's either going to be very happy with this unicorn of a Tesla, or maybe she's just going to be all wrong if it it continues Mm. uh, to, you know, underperform like this. Yep. Uh, you know, maybe we need to do a technical analysis of Tesla. 
you know, we, we do support lines along considerations of what people are saying uh-huh. and, and what the sentiment is other than actual technical analysis because, you Maybe. know, Tesla clearly has a lot of interest in it. Um, so let's think about it, you know, Tesla ultimately innovation uh, there's good innovation there in developing autonomous driving software mm-hmm. EV charging stations will help of course to bode well for the company because it's using a charger that's basically universal right. almost universal many many other brands are using Tesla chargers as well so in that sense it is a bit of a hedge if there's any demand problems if like, just one person in the whole country buys it <laughs> you know there's still many of these chargers <laughs> that could maybe hedge against such a unusual or unusually low statistic uh. Uh, so I guess I'm going to be it's like before things in the stock market, we shouldn't be too quick to write off these big and good names that are underperforming, perhaps. Okay, so we'll, mm-hmm. we live another day we'll live to another see <laughs> the Magnificent Seven as the Magnificent yeah, Seven. That's right. So, And on the note of tenfold increases, which uh-huh. is what um, Katie Wood hopes that Tesla's going to do again. Yep. So I shall just leave it there today. I'm going to wish you and everyone listening tenfold happiness. Oh, Su- that's so nice. Tenfold success for this Chinese New Year holiday and in this year of the dragon. <laughs> And, and if you think about it, right, we're having yeah. a long weekend yeah. in this year of the dragon. Yeah. That kind of makes sense why it's so long because it just drags on. <laughs> I was waiting for another <laughs> pun for you to end <laughs> off this market. Hey, well, thank you so much, Shaw, for joining me today. Uh, I'll see you again, Hogman. Have a great long weekend. <laughs> May it drag on. <laughs> <laughs> to listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg. Or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Audio at the App Store and Google Play.